You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Dear gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this day, and we ask now that as we look at your word, that you would meet us there, that you would speak to us, and that we might know you. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please keep your bulletin open to the Hebrews reading so that you can follow along with me and make sure that what I'm saying is true for the Word of God is our authority, not me. Well, what does Jesus' high priestliness mean for us? What does his priesthood have to do with you and me today? This is what we'll be thinking about uh, this morning as we look at Hebrews chapter 7. What we'll find is that because Jesus is our high priest, we can have full assurance of faith. We can be steadfast in our hope and we, can have, and we have great reason to encourage one another to love and to good works. From the very beginning of the book of Hebrews, we are told about how Jesus is just so much better, so much greater than anything else. Greater than anyone in all of heaven and earth. He's so much superior than the angels. He's greater than Moses, than Joshua or Aaron. In Jesus, we have a new and better covenant than the one that, he, that God made with the people of Israel in the Old Testament when he delivered them out of slavery in Egypt and brought them into the promised land. In every way and in everything, Jesus is better. And in our passage of chapter 7, this theme continues on and we're presented with three reasons why Jesus is better than the priests of the Old Testament. First, he remains forever Second, his sacrifice remains forever. And third, his salvation remains forever. So let's look at those in turn. First, Jesus is a better priest because he remains forever. Look at verse 23 and 24 with me. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. The first reason Jesus is a greater high priest than the Old Testament priests is because his priesthood is not bound by time or, inter- or eternity. Sorry, time or mortality. Unlike the Old Testament priests, after rising from death to, to new life, Jesus has been glorified and is now eternal. He has risen never to die again. And he's been exalted above the heavens, as verse 26 says. This comes in stark contrast to the Old Testament priests who were mere mortals, constantly losing the battle against time and eternity. They had to keep appointing new priests again and again to replace the old ones. In Jesus, there is no need for any more priests because his priesthood is eternal and forever. There's no need for anyone else to come between you and God. Jesus is the only priest who can draw, who you need to draw near to God. Excuse me. This is important for us to hear within our church and within our tradition. I and the other clergy have been ordained as priests in the Episcopal Church, but I personally don't like using that language because in Jesus we have no need for priests today. Jesus is our priest. He has made the perfect sacrifice once for all. My job isn't to stand between you and God and mediate his presence to you, Rather, I'm just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. 
It is Jesus who is the one and only way to God. It's by his eternal permanent priesthood that we can talk to God, that we can relate to God, that we can even be in his presence. We can be in the holy of holies. Through his death, resurrection and ascension, we have direct access to God. We have no other need for anyone else to stand between us and God. Jesus is better because he holds his priesthood permanently. He continues forever. The second reason Jesus is greater than the Old Testament priests is because his sacrifice remains forever. Look at verse 27 with me. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. Not only is Jesus' priesthood eternal, but the sacrifice he offers is also eternal. The former high priest had to offer sacrifices daily to God for the sins of the people. And as our junior high youth director, Tucker Fleming, says, in the Old Testament, the temple in the middle of the city was a visible reminder of the sinfulness of the people of Israel, as smoke would rise up out of it every day. It was a reminder to the people of their need to make atonements for their sins each and every day. But in Jesus, there are no more sacrifices needed for us to be in relationship with God. We don't have to continually make sacrifices day after day, for he has made the perfect sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. He is a priest that offers not bulls and goats, but his very self. He's offered his own body as an offering and sacrifice unto God. A perfect sacrifice once for all people and all time. It completely pays for the sins of the whole world, for the past, for the present, for the future. It pays for the forgiveness of Adam in the garden and it pays for the forgiveness of those yet to be born. There is no need for any other sacrifices for our sins. But now the sacrifices that we make are the sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, of our very selves to God in worship of him. We no longer offer bulls or goats or birds or bread, for Jesus has given himself. And so now, because of the great mercies of God, we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice in worship of him. Jesus is a better priest because he offers a perfect sacrifice once for all for our sins. Because Jesus remains forever, because his sacrifice is forever, the salvation he offers is therefore absolute and forever. Look back at verse 25 with me. Consequently, he is able to save to the utmost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. The result of Jesus' once-for-all sufficient sacrifice for the sins of the whole world is that he can save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him. The salvation that he offers is never in doubt, not from life or death or angels or demons or present or future, nor powers, neither height nor depth, nothing in all creation. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The salvation that he offers isn't just for a select group of people. His sacrifice isn't just sufficient for the people of Israel, but it is for all people. It is for anyone who draws near to God through him. Jesus is a better high priest 
because he is able to save to the utmost all those who draw near to God through him. And therefore, in light of all this, because Jesus remains our high priest forever, because his sacrifice is sufficient for all time, because our salvation is never in doubt, we can have assurance of faith. If you're anything like me, you may struggle with doubt from time to time. You could probably use some assurance every now and again, or maybe each and every day. Well, the good news is that because of Jesus' once-for-all complete and utter salvation offered in his death for our sins, our faith is not in vain. And this is not because of anything that we have done. It's not because of any good on our part, but because he has made the perfect sacrifice for our sins. It's because our faith is in him and what he has done for us. See, it is Jesus' death on the cross that saves us. It is his sacrifice that does the work of salvation. And it is our faith in his work through which we receive that gift of salvation. But even our faith is a gift from God. With Jesus as our high priest, we can have assurance of our faith because his work is perfect. And he is able to save to the utmost. There is nothing that we can do to compromise our salvation. It also means that we can have steadfastness of hope. And in light of the past couple of years, it's reassuring that we have a sure and certain hope. But the certainty of our hope comes not because we know everything about the future. It's not because we see that it's all going to be raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. No, the certainty of our hope comes from knowing that God is faithful to his promises. He's shown his faithfulness chiefly in the death of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says that all the promises of God find their yes and amen in him. And from the very beginning, God had promised to send uh, someone to rescue us from the mess that we had made, to reconcile us back to him and to bring us into his presence once again. And for thousands of years, the people of Israel were waiting for this chosen one to come and set them free from their enemies. Jesus is the fulfillment of those promises. He is the promised Messiah. Jesus' priestly work gives us steadfastness in hope because in his sacrifice for our sins, God is shown to be faithful. Faithful to the promises he made to them in the past and those that he's made for us in our future. And lastly, it gives us cause to encourage one another. With this assurance of faith and our steadfastness of hope, we have reason to encourage one another. The good news of Jesus' eternal priestly work, that we have access to the throne room of God, is news that we, just note, we, that we don't just need to hear from the pulpit on Sunday, but news that we need to be reminded of each and every day. It's news that your spouse or your kids or your friends and your neighbors need to hear. It's news to write home about, news to put on your fridge or on your bathroom mirror. The news that in Jesus Christ we have a once-for-all sacrifice for sin. It's news to encourage one another with that whatever life might, th- might throw at you, our future is certain because our high priest is seated at the right hand of God who knows us, who loves us, and who is ever living to intercede for us. So therefore, brothers and sisters in Christ, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, 
And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let us pray. Dear loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that in your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, you have made the perfect sacrifice for our sins, that we might be in relationship with you. Father, we ask that by your Spirit you might assure us of that faith, give us steadfastness in hope, and help us to encourage one another. All this we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you will join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.